spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, 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 happy Wednesday. Are you a member of the No Labels Party? I am. No, you're not. I am. You told me that yesterday. I'm not buying it. Yeah. See if I have any of my text messages. They always send me text messages, too. We've got a new political party in Arizona, uh, and it is called the No Labels Party. So it qualifies for uh, the ballots here in Arizona in 2024. What are you yapping at? There it is from the other day. Let's read it. I don't know. You're, you're pointing to your uh, our phone. Our month-end deadline is at midnight. Uh, debt ceiling, 90 days. Chip in 10 bucks to help both parties work together. Nolabels.org. Is this a grift, too? Are they no, asking for money? Grifting. They're just trying to get people uh, their message out. Oh. And they send me stuff all the time. Is that right? <laughs> okay. We uh, Really, do they ask me for money, actually? You know, that's good. That's nice. I don't want people asking no. for money. So we've got the Republican Party. We've got the Democratic Party. Uh, if you're like me, I, I'm in other. I don't really have a party. I don't think the independent, there isn't an independent party. But if you're an independent in Arizona, you're under other. Well, how about now joining the No Labels Party? As I like to say, um, I support the left half of the Republican Party and the right half of the Democratic Party. That's, is that what the No Labels Party is? Because it's if hard that's to the support case, any of these parties at this point. In kind time. of in, right? But well, and we have a senator who said, "I don't like either party either." So now I'm an other. I'm going to be an independent. So if you, I just found it very interesting. Are you officially 100? percent You are. You are locked in. You are a member of this party. Yeah. Okay. So I joined it a long time ago when they first. When, when you was know, a when long time started, ago? It's been. Uh, Gosh, probably four or five years. Okay, because you're not. But they were. They're not. They weren't here. Oh, they weren't here. Yeah. They were in. They California. were focusing more on like national stuff. Okay, tell me, because I'm I'm thinking this. There are some Republicans and Democrats out there that say, you know what, I really don't like my party. Maybe this is for me. Yeah, I think there's some independents out there like me that say, okay, tell me why I should join. Uh, the no labels party. What? Why should I? Why should anyone join this party? You apparently know more than anybody. If because you remember, if you're actually into getting things done, bipartisan stuff that actually gets things done. If you go look through history, the biggest legislations we've got through that is actually stuck has been with nobody caring about. Who got credit? It right. was bipartisan, whether it was Social, Social Security, Security, Medicare, the, the Civil Rights Movement. Right. All of these things, uh, you know, get through with both parties working together to get something done. Somewhere along the line, we've gotten to the point now where yeah. we are so caught up. And I think a lot of that has to do with social media and, and you know, uh, everybody wants to hold everybody accountable all the time mm -hmm. because they would rather have 100% of nothing than 75% of something. And so this whole thing is they want to try to get dark money out and get both parties to come together and actually work. And they've got a caucus where, you know, they've got they try to make it, it's, you know, anywhere between 58 and about 60 or so, where it's pretty much evenly split, where everybody comes together and you leave your label at the door. Okay. We're going to get something done. Because you said a bunch of words that, I, that don't really register with yeah. me. Dark money, caucus. I don't know about that stuff. Yeah. What I know about is who I am. I don't like either party. Uh, I, I, I don't think that there really is any member 
in in both parties that actually want to work for the American people. They're all working for themselves. They're working to make money. They're politicians. You like to call them their celebrities or celebrities, celebrities. Sorry, uh, and and that's kind of what I see. Is there someone who's really working towards solutions? For me, I kind of see Kirsten Cinema doing that. Yeah, but Kirsten that's Sinema, really about Joe it. Mansion. Okay, you know, you you, you get. But what do others. they have in common? Well, they're well, they're well. Here's they don't. Li- they're they're not really part of either party. No, and Joe Manchin was actually spending time with them last week. Uh, the no labels. Yeah, the no labels. He's very interested. They and is that a good name? Is that gonna don't, the no labels party? I don't know. Well, it's not so much the party. It is. It's about getting people on the ballot that are willing to work. Really show that they they they. I'm here in D.C. or a state capital. My goal is to help people get stuff done and to get things done. Because right now you have party first, right. personal second, and anything that's left over, yeah, we'll give that to the people. Okay, let me make a scenario. Trickle here. down politics. Well, we just had the midterms. Mm-hmm. Okay. So in Arizona, if we're going to have Republicans, Democrats, Independents, and uh, the no-label party, yeah, what do you want to call them? The uh, the uh, NLP. That's NLP. I don't like that. That's yeah. too long. Anyway, so when we come to the primary again, are we going to have what we had the last time? Uh, you had a lot of far-right people push through uh, the folks that they wanted to see on the Republican ballot, and they all lost. We all lost. Yeah. Okay. So if you have that and you have the Democrats who, who knows, they might push through a far left guy like Gallego. Well, yeah. There's right. A, there's a good chance. That's scary right? If too. they really want that seat from the cinema, there's a good chance right? you're going to get some uber progressives. So I'm just trying to figure out how this, how this lines up. If you're from the no labels party, can you vote? Do you have to pick Republican party to vote in, or do you have to pick the Democratic party? Because if you're this in, is going to be mostly for when you actually, you know, we're talking about primaries, uh, but I think this is going to be mostly about when the actual election happens, where they'll have their recommendations. You know, right now the chairs for the entire country is Joe Lieberman. Remember Joe Lieberman, very yeah. much an independent, and Larry Hogan, who is, is the, he from Maryland? Yeah, he's the governor of Maryland. See, I like him a lot, and you know, he and a lot of people are you know are pushing him. He said. I'm not going to run. I may not run. But a lot of people are pushing to run as a third-party candidate. Okay, let's go down that road. Third-party candidates are garbage. They never win. They never do anything. The no-labels party, uh, is it going to – they're just going to play spoiler. That's what we're going to say. It, it might be. Okay. It and might who be does that spoiler. Help? Well, th- well, that I don't know because it depends on who's I thought running. you had all the answers. Well, You're a member the of the party. It, 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 who <laughs> would it help at this point in time? Well, it depends on who's going to be running at that point in time. Yeah. I mean, if we were to say who's running today, I'm going to unfortunately say it's going to be Trump and it's going to be Biden. Right? Okay. And so uh, that would probably help Biden if Larry Hogan ran. As a third party. As a third party. It would definitely help Biden. Yeah. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. There's definitely, you know. uh, But a third party can't win. A third party can win if you've got all the money in the world. Ask Bloomberg. He had all the money in the world and he lost. But he was awful. (laughs) <laughs> right? Like if, well, take, you, you said have all the money in the world. I just but here's the thing. If, if Trump was a third-party candidate in right. 2016, he would have won. All right, say that again. If Trump, in 2016, if he would have just ran as an independent, okay. he would have won. 
Okay, he's I still would have won. All right, because he's got that. name recognition and everything. Yeah. And he put the but show Bloomberg on. Bloomberg got up there and it was like, oh my God, you're awful you're at this. Terrible, yeah. You're terrible okay. at this. Well, all right. You know, but yeah. he, you know, you can have all the money in the world, but if you've got no personality, it's like, <laughs> oh my God, why is a halibut up there trying to tell me to <laughs> vote for him to be president? <laughs> he was awful. He was awful. Okay, all right. Yeah. You, you, you can't suck. Here's, here's what I need, though. Because I know that some of you listening, listen, you're a Republican. You're not going anywhere. You're a Democrat. You're not going anywhere. Yeah. Then there are some of you Republicans and Democrats that are open to going somewhere. And then there's some of you like me. You're an independent. And you're like, okay, I'm definitely not a Republican or a Democrat, but I could be a no labels party. All right. Here's, here's the bottom line for me. Who's going to come and tell me that I need to be a part of that party? Because that's what I need. Somebody is going to have to come. They're going to have to sell you on what it is they do. Me. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's going to be their, their next big thing. So here here's the great news. Wise man Steve Zinsmeister put in a call to how many do we have? What? Three party leaders for the no labels party. There's three co-chairs. Three co-chairs. And all three of them didn't want to come on the show today because they were too busy. Well, we too saw busy. One of them, I'm I sorry. think just one of them was on uh, Fox a minute ago. Well, Fox is Fox. You know, so uh, we were hey. not on Fox. No, I'm on the show called. Well, I mean, you know, we we never invite the only one person's ever invited on television from this station. It's never us. No, I always say no. I, I don't. Uh, I don't no, no. ABC brought me it? on a couple years ago, and then they were like, "We're not doing that again." I have a big beard, you know. I think they wanted to have some. And then Fox brought me on one time to be on one of those uh, uh, like law shows, uh-huh. and I said something so outrageous. Good for Nancy you. Grace like hung up on me. Oh, that's awesome. Good for you. Yeah, it was pretty good. They're yeah. like, "We're never going to have you on again." I'm like, "But was I funny?" I don't really. <laughs> but did the joke land? Because so, it was about a swimming pool and somebody who got electrocuted in it, and they wanted they got right. go, "Did you guys arrest the?" Oh, Okay, all right, all right. So the No Labels Party qualifies for the Arizona ballot in 2024. Yes. And and it just happened yesterday. Now is the time to grab people and say, this is why you should be part of our party. And all three members uh, declined an interview with us today. So nice job, guys. But here's something. Oh, I'm sure you're busy. But again, what is that? I'm I'm bad at these cliches. You got to strike while the thing is hot. The iron is hot. Um, We have someone from the No Labels Party that will be on Arizona's Evening News tomorrow evening at 620. There you go. So we got that going on. What is wrong with this show? Does the Dog and Pony Show, and nobody likes us. Does no one want to come on this show? If you want to find out what it's all about, tune in to Arizona's Evening News Thursday evening Uh, at 620. Wise man, find out who that is. Steal the guest. Let's put him on today. Coming up next. It's the biggest uh, debut in Arizona sports history, ladies and gentlemen. It happens tonight. We're going to talk about it. Coming up next. The Gatos Big Q Poll Question. Brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. All right, every day at uh, 8.50, I hop on the Mike Broomhead Show and debut the Big Q. So you can find it at KTAR.com. Here's the one today. Kevin Durant makes his uh, son's home debut. You know, they call him KD. Uh, I heard. Kevin Durant. Why is that? (laughs) Kevin Durant will make his son's home debut Wednesday. That's today. Before a sellout crowd at the Footprint Center. Oh, the Big Foot. The Big KD's in the house. I think, A, the Suns will win their fourth in a row with KD. Uh, B, KD will score at least 30. Uh, C, the crowd will go insane. And then uh, D, all of the above. I go all the above. Uh, all the above, 81%. 81%. You imagine if they lose tonight and you're like, we got to trade this guy back. <laughs> I'm not watching the game. <laughs> As you guys know, every time I watch the game, something I think you horrible to, happens. Can I say something? Huh? You need to put that to bed, dude. Because the Suns haven't won anything with you not watching the games. You know, a couple years ago, you're like, 
all right, I watched the game and they lost. And then every person who listened to this show got in touch with you and said, stop your bad luck. Stop watching. Listen, they haven't won anything. Start watching the damn games again. Right, well, if I right, get home in time, I'll watch it. Okay. Watch tomorrow come in. Like, Did you watch the game? Because he totally blew out his knee. Oh, don't, <laughs> don't put that in the universe. Don't put that on the unit. So, you know what? My wife and I are making a thing out of this tonight. We, we're, we've got 7 o'clock. We're going to have some, you know, some special food, all this kind of stuff. We're ready to watch it. We're excited. We're excited. This is a, a highly anticipated home game uh, that I, I think is going to... Listen, I want to see the intro. I, I, that place is going to go insane. Yeah. And it's, I think it's going to really be loud. a really special moment. What's I think that? it's going to be really loud. Why are you talking like that? Because that's the way he talks. Who? KD. Does he talk like that? I think that? it's going to be really loud. That's what he said. All I know is it's going to be is really loud. Is he a loud. man of few words? Yeah, he's not the... Uh, That's okay. He's not, you know, he's not one of those, you know, it's like he, he scores points and... Uh, he's awesome. And he does his thing. Right, and, and he goes I, you home. Know, okay. Guys like to play with him, which is always a good sign, but I don't right. think he's... You know, I don't think he's like, oh, here comes KD. He's cracking up the entire locker room. Yeah. Maybe, I, again, I said it last hour. Maybe he talks like that because he's so high up. Maybe. You know, he's maybe. seven feet tall. You know, it's hard to hear him all the way up there. We'll see. You it's going to be. Uh, it's going to be interesting, though. Who they, they tonight? They've got the Thunder, and then where did the Thunder play? What is that? Oklahoma. Uh, okay, see, and then they play the next big game. The big game that I think a lot of people are excited about is, uh, is it the is it the uh, it's the Kings. Okay, so he's got well, a couple good game games was... here to see what this guy can do. Can mm. you impress Phoenix? I think he's already impressed Phoenix. Yeah, I know. I think he can play at fifty percent, and he's and he can impress us. It's not really that hard. What do you mean it's not that hard? Uh, to play basketball is not that hard? No, it's not that hard to impress Phoenix. Oh, it's not that hard to impress no, Phoenix. No, no, no. So, all right. So 81%, all the above. Uh, apparently, the uh, fans think Katie's going to score at least 30. The crowd will go nuts, and the Suns will win their fourth in a row. Is he still on a minute count? No, not anymore. No, are they, are they just kind of, that was like, we were going to do that, and then, then all of a sudden we're like, we're not doing that. Yeah, I don't think so. Not tonight. Because, I mean, he's gotten his feet wet now, and he's got three games under his belt. He's not injured anymore, and uh, he and Booker look amazing. Yeah. So it's fun. But, gonna... Ryan, everybody, you didn't come here to win regular season games. Nope, and he knows that. He knows that. It's a title or bust. I know that some people say, well, that's not fair. Well, I'm sorry. That's exactly what it is. If you're any sort of a Phoenix Suns fan, that's what it is. No one should be happy Winning the first round or two in the playoffs. Yeah. It means nothing. At this point, it means nothing. By the way, you want to go to the game? Uh, prices on the ticket broker services, some as low as 72 bucks, some as high as seven grand. Damn. 7,000 bucks for the, uh, geez, they were th- that was a Super Bowl ticket. Yeah. For KD's first home game. That's uh that seems like a lot of money for KD's first home for for a basketball game yeah. that is not a playoff and or championship game. Do I get to, like it's a bit much. Do we get to sit next to him on the bench for seven grand? You, yeah, then, you actually get to tell him, "Hey, okay. go, go get in the game." Okay, for seven grand, Monty should be like, hey, "Listen, you can call the next time out when you think we need one." I just want to call now. Now, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> all right. Good luck, KD. Don't screw it up because we're big fans, uh, and we 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 need a title. All right, holding up the headlines. Becky Lynn is going to read the news. Uh, we're going to do our thing and react to the day's top stories. And it is uh, it is about four minutes away, Chad Benson. Four minutes, minutes away. Holding up the uh, headlines next. Arizona's news station. News station. 
KTAR on air 92.3 FM online at KTAR.com and streaming live on the KTAR news app. Your breaking news and traffic now. It's 3.30 and you know what that means. It's time for us, Gatos, Chad, hello, to hold up the headlines. Here's Becky Lynn with the headline. KTAR News, eyes on education. You heard it here live and exclusively on KTAR today. I promised we would fight against those abusive practices which detract from academics. Our state's public schools chief, Tom Horn, says he is keeping a campaign promise by rolling out the Empower Hotline. This lets parents report, quote, inappropriate lessons that deal with race and ethnicity, social, emotional learning, or inappropriate sexual content. If they know that their kids have been taught those things, We want them to let us know so we can investigate it and try to do something about it. We have more on this story, and you can find that hotline number at KTAR.com. Holding up the headlines. Becky Lynn reads the news while Gatos and Chad interrupt and react to the day's top stories. I mean, does he really care about the kids and, you know, getting the test scores up? That's what he talks about a lot. By the way, our test scores are pretty bad. Uh, or does he just want parents to have a line where they could just complain for one reason or another? I think the hotline's a joke. I think that uh, all it does is anger teachers and show that we disrespect them more and more. If you have a problem with what your teacher is doing... Um, all you have to do is call the school. All you have to do is contact the teacher. All you have to, you don't have to call some hotline. What if I contact the teacher and the teacher says tough? Okay. Call the, call, 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 they the, call the hotline. No, you call the principal and they'll, and yeah, you so, call your school, call your school, call your principal. But I'm sure that the teacher's not going to say tough. I'm sure the teacher's going to say, well, let's sit down and talk about it. I mean, and if they don't, uh, and if there is something there that, that they're teaching, how many people are really going to use this though? No, I, no, I think a lot of people are going to be like, uh, you know what? Uh, I heard this or, hey, somebody said, and then they're going to call this hotline and they're going to use all this money to try and investigate a bunch of nothing. If you have a problem with your teacher, be a parent. And what that means is don't call a hotline. How about this? Investigate and call your kid's school. How well, hard is that to do? if your kid comes home and tells you something, should you just dismiss what your kid tells you and that maybe there's no I'm valid... I'm not saying to do that. So, then so if the, you have a problem, if you think there's a problem with your class, I wouldn't call a hotline and leave a message. Yeah, that How message thing is, is kind of weird. That is, that How is about you weird. call your kid's school and talk to somebody? <laughs> Come on. Well, I mean, you know, I, look, do I think it's the worst thing ever? No, there's a lot of other bad things that are out there, but do I think this is going to get anywhere? No, I don't think it's going to get anywhere. All right, we're holding up the headlines. Durant driving on Hardaway, pull-up jumper. The wait's finally over. Phoenix fans will get their first in-person look at Kevin Durant in a Suns uniform tonight. Suns PA announcer and Arizona sports host Vince Morata says the superstar has already made an impact. It's going to be a crazy environment at Footprint Center. Suns fans had to wait three weeks to watch Kevin Durant play at all. We got to see three games on the road. They've all been wins. Durant's averaging nearly 27 points and 70% shooting since he joined the team. The Suns will tip off tonight at 7. You can catch that call on Arizona Sports. I think the cool thing to watch here is how Booker uh, and KD play together. Because so far, they've got a lot of chemistry. You know, you can put a super team together. You know, I always point to like many years ago, the Yankees uh, paid all these players 
millions and millions of dollars. They went to the World Series and lost to the Florida Marlins. Uh, a bunch uh, of rookies and nobody. It depend. It's about the team. It's not about star power always. And I think what you're seeing right now is KD and Booker have a lot of chemistry, and that always doesn't that doesn't always happen, even though you're two great players. Well, let's just remember KD came from a place that was the super team that everybody thought was going to win everything, and within a year and a half, oh, it right. had fallen apart, and he was the last piece to move. In Brooklyn. Yeah, they lost Harden. Yeah. They lost, eventually, Kuku for Cocoa Puffs, uh, Kyrie Irving. Right. And uh, they, and then now KD's gone. Uh, wise man. To your point, remember in 2010 when LeBron went to the Miami Heat? Yeah. They yeah. were 9-8 and eight in their first 17 games mm. with that super team. The Lakers, when they got Shaq, they were 10-6 and six in their first 16 games. So it does take some time to gel. And so far, these two guys for the Suns, 3-0, and and they're gelling very nicely. Yeah. We're yeah. holding up the headlines. This morning's officer-involved shooting is the fourth for Phoenix police in five days. KTAR Shira Tanzer joins us live from the News Center with more. An officer opened fire on a suspect this morning in front of a business at 27th Avenue and McDowell Road. Sergeant Melissa Solis says the man was acting erratic, causing the officer to use his taser on the suspect. The suspect continued to fight and the officer lost control of his taser. The suspect continued to actively go after the officer and that's when the officer-involved shooting occurred. The man is now in stable condition. Investigators will be examining body camera and surveillance footage on this incident. Live in the news center, Shira Tanser, KTAR News. Well, another incident. We've had uh, like four and five days. Uh, but you and I always talk about, I mean, this this guy was tasered. And he still wasn't slowing down. Uh, what do you Does do that at that point? You, you got just, something in your system, right? Yeah, there's a chance that you've got something and you're not feeling it. Uh, but, you know, these will all be looked at. And with all the body cams and everything going around, uh, we'll, we'll see what this looks like when all is said and done. Because too often... Everybody jumps to conclusions. Let's let's let it point itself out. But there was obviously a lot going on here with this guy. We're holding up the headlines. New today, Governor Katie Hobbs has appointed a bipartisan group for her elections task force. This group includes Secretary of State Adrian Fontes, Maricopa County Elections Director Scott Jarrett, and Ken Bennett, the former liaison for the Cyber Ninjas audit of the 2020 election. The governor had issued an executive order in January creating this task force to study the state's elections system and recommend changes. Ken Bennett. Good to see he's involved in stuff. What do we call him? Ben Kennett? Ben Kennett. I, I don't know. I guess it's almost like, all right, she's a Democratic governor and she's like, okay, let me find the guy who is kind of a clown that was hanging out with the cyber ninjas and put him on this task force because I've got to give the, I've got to give the so-called what, um, Folks who think the election was rigged, a guy. Yeah. I've got to put somebody Remember, he was like just that a liaison. Well, I mean, he associated himself with these guys, too. Well, you know. And so, uh, you know, listen, I, this is what I hear from Katie Hobbs a lot. She's got all these task force. There's a lot of them. Uh, I don't know what these things do. Are uh, they diverse, though? That's all I really care about. No, do we don't. have diversity, inclusion, and involved in any of this? Because if we don't, then I'm not paying attention. Well, you get an election denier, possibly Ken Bennett, and then you've got who else? Adrian Fontes. Adrian Fontes. Okay, he's not an election denier, so that that's that. This is inclusive. And then uh, the Maricopa County's elections director, Scott Jarrett. I don't know who that is. All right, good job, Becky Lynn. You put up with us very nicely today. Thank you. I try holding up the headlines. Becky Lynn reads the news. We interrupt. React to the day's top Reaction. stories. Chad is snarky. It's all brought to you by uh, Carol Royce. Carol Royce, she's fantastic. Your home sold, guaranteed, realties, higherprice.com. All right, still to come, we're going to talk about the new snitch line to a bag on your kid's teacher. Uh, plus, why are people, and maybe you've noticed, uh, maybe not, you've... 
Why are they driving a mile per hour on the highway? Next. The Gatos and Chad Show. Afternoons. All right, in about 15 minutes, uh, we're going to talk about this new hotline for all of you fantastic parents out there. You can call and snitch on your kid's teacher. That should do really well helping retain teachers. And uh, we'll talk about that at 405. It's another genius idea from Tom Horn. So... Your turn. Yes. The French people are really throwing a protest right now. They're very upset. Is that racist when you talk like this? We're Why talking is that about racist? Why well, is I don't know, because in today's age, you're not allowed to make fun of people's accents. But I think uh, the French is okay because of all their wars and their surrendering. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they're upset because they're going to raise uh, the retirement age, which Macron run on, which uh, 75% of the country is about because... The retirement age is 62 in France. They're going to raise it to 64 because it's become, as they like to say, unaffordable for people. So when they first put this in, right, okay. so they go into it, and, and I want you guys to pay attention because this has to do a lot with us here and what's going on. With when they Social first, Security? Yeah, with Social Security and Medicare. When they first put all this stuff in back just after World War II, okay. only uh, two-thirds of the people made it to retirement age. Because they died before that. Uh, and uh, very few made it past the first two or three years of retirement because they died after that. And you only got 20% of your salary. Now you live a quarter of your life past retirement and you get 75% of your salary and people are retiring earlier. And what haven't you done? You haven't replaced people who are leaving the workforce with taxpayers. So if this doesn't happen, boom. So they've taken to the streets, and today it was chaos. They were, like, lighting cars on fire. The French not to protest uh, in a crazy way. It was like a BLM riot. Uh, but it now, one of the things they're doing is called escargot, where everybody's getting on the freeways and the roadways, and they're driving one mile an oh, hour. Oh, no. And what do we say here on our show here, Gatos? If you, if you mess with my drive home, yeah. I will disavow whatever it is you're doing and I will go against you and, 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 but that's what they're doing. They're holding up hundreds and thousands of millions of people from getting their jobs. <sighs> there's going to be, uh, there's going to be violence. There was today. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you want to talk about having road rage. I go crazy if there's somebody in front of me that's going 70. Yeah. And this is, like, coordinated. Like, it is. So they show freeways where people are just going one, one mile an hour. Yeah, yeah, across the way. So people are honk, 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 honk. And why it matters is we have the same problem they have, except we're idiots. <laughs> okay. Because the only thing that people cheered about that got along with in the last the State of the Union was what? We could all agree we can't touch Medicare and Social Security. You know what's going to happen? Medicare and Social Security are going bankrupt. Yeah. I always wonder if I'm going to get my Social Security. I, you know, that that's like the fear of a lot of people. Yeah. We paid it into still, it for years. We paid into it, so we deserve it. And so is it going to be there or is it going to go bankrupt by the time we're in our late 60s? If we don't, don't do know. something. And, and here's where I look at the Republicans and where they failed. Stop saying we're going to get rid of this or even pretend that you're going to. What you need to say is I'm going to do everything I can to save it. And we need to fix it. We need to, and, and it's about words. Fixing it. Saving it. Because right now, kids out there, I want you guys to listen. If you think college is expensive, imagine paying for college and for mom and dad and grandma and grandpa. Because your taxes, we are, we're going to tax you to the hilt just to cover everybody. They won't be able to work. No. No. 
That and 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 it's it's frustrating when I see people say, "Oh, we can't touch it." No, you can touch it by being smart. You can tax people. Oh, we're going to tax the rich and we're going to tax this. How many times do they say that? And what happens? You run out of other people's money and you got to go back. We need a fix, and half of it is the fact that we waste so much money in a lot of this stuff. Hmm. Uh, there's just way too much waste, and 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 we need to fix it. We need to streamline it. But imagine though, if we did what the French are doing, where you say, listen, we're going to change the retirement age. How would Americans feel about that? We're going we're gonna to push it back a couple years. But how many Americans already work it? You know, they've talked about raising it to 67. Yeah, no, that, that's my point. Yeah. I mean, imagine if they, they went and did that, and you've been working up until 65, and now you're going to go mm. two extra years. You would probably want to drive one mile per hour. <laughs> You'd drive you crazy. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, uh, how many people work, though, happily into their... Yeah, but how many people would like to not work at 65? I bet there's a lot of people like to not work at... Well, we got a, a nation full of people who don't want to work now. In their 20s. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So, let alone 65. <laughs> But it, maybe we just let let the twenties not work, and we'll work into our seventies. Well, they're already the, complaining about that, right? You guys got all going. the good jobs. We want to be managers. You know, what do I get to do to be manager? Well, I don't know. Start your job first. But it is frustrating. I get it. But we need to fix it. But the cheering on of 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 let's uh, don't worry about Social Security. No, you have to. We're living longer. And and by the way, for all well, I paid into Medicare, you do realize for every dollar you pay into Medicare, the average person's taking between four and eight dollars out so that's not quite a fair trade yeah i see what you're saying so you know we're living way longer you know they expected you to live to be 67 and you retired at 62 when you leave to be 85 well eh. it's one of those things where you're like when are we going to get that visionary who comes in and wins the presidency and fixes immigration social security couple things. Unfortunately, that visionary would have to be a person that goes, I'm only going to do one of these four-year terms because people will blast me out of here. They'll look back upon me and say, it was really good, but you've got to be willing to go, I can only do this once. All right, coming up next. Uh, will you be calling the new snitch line to bag on your kid's teacher next?